You are listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. This is our weekly recap of the PBS drama Poldark. We call this recap Poldark and Handsome. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm with my sister Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Julie, I don't know. Do you feel like Poldark has jumped the shark or what? <laughs> What's happening with this show? I Well... I, I told you I was pole darked this week, Leanne, that I, uh, that's when you are rendered unconscious in the middle of an episode b- because it has yet another disgusting prison scene. Uh, and I was like, huh? But I, I, but I, I think this was a building block episode. I think, isn't that what you, you're the writer, Leanne. You, you wrote, write screenplays. Yeah. You know that sometimes episodes are setting it up for storylines down the road. Is it, is that what was happening this week? You're, you're, you're dead on there, Julie. They were setting up a bunch of storylines, a couple of continuing storylines, the, the real rift between George and Ross, but then also the play for the mine is happening. Uh, you know, we have the, the young love refusing to marry the old guy that was happening. And then of course, like the degradation of Dr. Ennis, who we love so much. So I don't know know. why they're making us sit through this, but, but, um, you know, first I just want to let people know we do a couple of other uh, podcasts and one is regular satellite sisters. We've been doing for 17 years. And I just throwing this in here because our sister Liz, who's not on the TV recaps, but she was at Oprah Winfrey's house this weekend, and we just yeah. recorded that podcast, and it is a star-studded, stunning event that she went to at Oprah's house in Montecito, and she spills all the beans at, on the Satellite Sisters podcast. So I want to make sure if you're just listening to us because you're a Poldark fan, but you may be interested in you know, what John Bon Jovi looks like. Yeah. Tune in to Satellite Sisters this week. So, I mean, Liz ticked off a list of stars at this uh, brunch and I, I left me gobsmacked. It was, there's, that's right. It was, it was, it was just, unbelievable. Yeah. She said her head was snapping. There were so many, uh, so many people there. So yes, you don't want to miss all the details on that. So Satellite Sisters is a separate feed. You can just listen at iTunes or at Stitcher. Subscribe. We would love to have some new subscribers. If you enjoy these TV recaps, I think you're going to like the show where we cover news, talk, laughs, headlines, what's happening, and all things Oprah, apparently. So full, full uh, recap of the Oprah party at Satellite Sisters this week. All right, but back to Poldark. Uh, first of all, I just want to say that Christopher Robin movie looks awesome, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. It does look very good, Lynn. I mean, you know I'm okay. a huge Winnie the Pooh fan. I know. You, I, I, know I mean, I know. the was, biggest. You had a Winnie the Pooh-themed birthday party, I think, for several years, Several right? years, Julie. Because, many years. Oh. I had a Winnie the Pooh dress that I used to wear to the birthday party yeah. that our mom it got at Sears. That little blue dress. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and then, yeah, Pooh Bears, and I just love the books. So that looks good. And that Viking Cruise ad makes me cry. I mean, honestly, what's wrong with me? Why does that make me cry? There's something, it's just so Nordic and, yeah. and, and uh, epic and timeless. And it, it is a way of living, you know, it's, uh, it's sort of Scandinavian life or it something. Is. Land. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's slightly fatalistic. Like we'll never have enough time. So get out there. All right. So thank you, Viking Cruise. Once again, uh, you make us think, but okay. This week on Poldark, uh, tis a terrible famine amongst the people, Julie, and we have to take sides, don't we? There's a lot of side-taking going on. So let's just review a short list of the side-taking. Okay. Okay. Blame versus charity. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor, poor people are hungry. It's their fault. Yeah. Let's give poor people food. Feeding the people versus feeding yourself. 
Yeah. I mean, Poldark seems sad about the people, but then they had that giant Christmas goose. I don't... <laughs> right? Yeah, he's going to get his. You know, that's Poldark. That's, he's, he's a complex character. character yeah. man, you know, uh, that's why we like him. We don't like him. Uh, we're, we're proud of him. We're not proud of him. Yeah. He does, he just does some bad things. All right. Keeping the mine open using your own money versus closing the mine in spite. So that's okay. those are two, both okay. equally bad business decisions. I, I mean, I really, Poldark and the mine. Let me just say things that Poldark is good at. He's good at revolutions. He's good at pirating. He's good at prison breaks. But anything subsurface, he should just stay away from it. He is the worst miner mm. ever, right? I don't know why they so, keep coming to him for business I, advice. I know. He does, has no idea what's <laughs> in that mine and no idea how to find anything. Just keep them above ground. Nothing subsurface. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Old money versus new money. A lot of talk this week about the ancient families of, okay. uh, of there and, you know, George's new money that will forever keep him shut out of really important parties. Uh, how about the crying baby versus more opium, please? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. The baby pee, that's baby Poldark, uh, which is Elizabeth's baby with uh, probably with Poldark. We, we, we don't know this for sure. Yeah, it's not getting much love at home. He's no. described as a fussy baby. Uh, I had so- a theory that maybe baby P grows up to be Jack the Ripper. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> See, That's we have time mind. during Poldark to go, to let our mind wander. <laughs> because is that right? Because I, I couldn't watch the surgeries. Yeah, okay. I couldn't watch the surgeries in no, prison. No, I couldn't either. I mean, yeah, Doctor Innes was pulling just revolting things out of those people. I don't know <laughs> what they were. Okay, all right. Another choice this week: Jeffrey Charles versus George the Weasel. Jeffrey Charles is fantastic. I like him every, more and more every week. Okay, I, I he I find him. I think he's, um, you know, I think he's a little um, impertinent. But uh, okay, well, we'll go with that. Well, why wouldn't you be? Look at who his stepfather is. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I'd probably backtalk him too. Yeah, yes. good, I good mean, point. come on, I like that he's emerging as you know a very strong character. He's going to be a willful young man. I like it. I mean, it's a good okay. character. All right, uh, Christmas versus baptism. I mean, mm-hmm. let's face it, the Christmas. Poor Aunt Agatha, not having a good Christmas. <laughs> she was like wrapped up what the? in blankets in the cold. But she's one tough bird, right, Leanne? She, she was is. not. She was not giving in. She didn't care if she just froze to death she, in that chair, right? I mean, I I don't know who was swaddled more—the baby or Aunt Agatha. But I mean, she—that was—and whoever did her makeup, she looked cold. She looked she very, did. very. Cold in that scene. She did. All right. Another versus the fiction in Carolyn's head versus the reality of a French prison. Gosh, poor Carolyn. I mean, she just has no idea. She's lived such a sheltered life, and she just all she has is just love and faith in Doctor Innes. She has no idea what a French prison is prison is like. And you know, Doctor Innes, if he is a if Poldark is able to pull off the prison break. Uh, he's going to come back with PTSD. You know that, right? Like, I know. You see, right. you see that, that he is going not going to be the man that went off to war. He's going to come back as a broken man, and uh, it's going to break Carolyn's heart. 
Okay. I know. Every time she said, oh, I'm, sh-, you know, don't worry. He's getting special treatment. He's an officer. Oh, I'm don't worry. Home. He'll be home at Christmas. Oh, I'm sure they've decorated the prison for the holidays. And then they I would know. just show like one I horrible know. prison scene. I mean, Demelza, she knew. She yeah. knew. But nobody wants to say it to Carolyn because she's she is incredibly naive about that stuff. And she has such a good heart. So... I know it's tragic. It is tragic. You're right, Julie, that it's not when they get him out, which I hope they do. It's not going to go well. Uh, Okay. We had young love versus the arranged marriage. So in this, the, you know, the, the niece, the cousin Morwenna is is being forced uh, possibly to marry a widower whose wife has been dead like two or three hours. And he's already (laughs) a bad case of rosacea, right? He, what is that all over his face? (laughs) I thought you meant his wife died of rosacea. Which... No, not oh, okay. not the wife. Okay, him. What was with this? Yeah, yeah. He was just you know a fop, a good old fashioned fop, yeah. and yeah. Uh, sweaty, broke, demanding money from George the Weasel. And George the Weasel wants, even though it was George's idea to have the nanny, now he wants the cousin out of there. He wants the car- cousin married off. Uh, to this fop who has an ancient name, right? But nothing right. That's, else. That's going the for. only currency he's got going. Because he, yeah, he doesn't have any money left. He's certainly not attractive. He doesn't seem kind or nice. Um, he seems like a real lech, uh, but he is from some ancient family, right? All right. So, and speaking of names, this week we have the name Morwenna, which took us a while to get used to. Two separate podcasts before we've like nailed it, Lena. <laughs> Versus the name Clowens. Clowens. It's Clowens, Clowens, Clowens. I mean, okay. Demelza has a new baby. We're going to discuss the childbirth in a second. Yeah. I listened to that scene like six times. Me too, I, I, I was like, this is not happening again. We are getting this name right. And I was like, Clarence? Clarice? It seems so muffled when she said it. It was like, oh, I could I did the same thing. I, I, I felt, given what we butchered Morwenna's name, that I felt like an obligation to do our best to get this name. But Clowens, uh, that is just not attractive. No. And later on, when George says to Elizabeth, oh, Demelza's had a baby, Clowens, she's like, a daughter. I'm like, how would you know that from the name Clowens? <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be very popular in Brooklyn next year, Liam. You wait. <laughs> okay. But first, we had a lot of misery. We had a lot of dirty faces. We had frantic people and bitterness. And what I thought was a pretty depressing Christmas episode, truly. But let's just start with the Demelza childbirth hack. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Hack is right. Okay. I went just uh, just for listeners, they need to know between us we've had we've had four children. Yeah. Right? Not not together. I mean you had your two yep. and then I had my two. Yeah. Or I had my two and then you had your two. Okay. So we have gone through childbirth. Okay. Yeah. Carry on, Liz. All right. So here's the three step Demelza childbirth hack. In in case you're maybe you're um you're pregnant now and you're wondering what childbirth is gonna be like, or you're thinking about conceiving and you'd love it, like it to go well. So this is what Demelza did. Step one. Pick potatoes until your fingers bleed and your water breaks. Okay. All right. And don't forget, you're still strapped into that tight corset, right? You just, she, she's nine months pregnant, but she's got a corset on, right? And you're, you're like kneeling in the cold, wet earth, like 
pulling potatoes out with your hands and your water breaks. So what do you do? Do you call the doctor? No, no. Step number two, you shun the doctor and you call for your scullery maid. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mrs. Drunk. Yeah, boil water because who knows what they do with it. But we need a a big pitcher of water. Yeah. And she's not going to the town doctor because we know he's like Dr. Leach a lot. I mean, he's he's not really on the cutting edge of medicine. Uh, With no doctor in us, she would rather turn her childbirth over to Prudy than uh, the, the doctor. And then step three, ask your husband to bring you soup. Okay, here's yeah. what happened. We we know now that people listen to this recap without actually watching the show. We yeah. admire that. So we see her. She's picking potatoes. She's bleeding, water breaking, she's screaming at Prudy. The next scene we see her, she's lying in bed with quite possibly the most beautiful skin tone <laughs> ever seen on film. Uh, yes, I agree with you. And those beautiful white linen sheets just, I mean, and she's got a beautiful Muslim nightgown on. Uh, I mean, you don't see any broken blood vessels no. on her. <laughs> no. She doesn't have like her hair's not all sweaty and no. matted down no. from a lot of child, you know, childbirth or anything like that. She's uh, not wearing her glasses because she can't wear contact lenses during childbirth. She's not, she's not wearing her glasses. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then, and then her her skin, people... It is so dewy. You you actually want to eat it. I can't explain it, but it looks like if you just licked her skin, it would taste so good. I mean, it's pink, like it's like rose. honey, like it a is. pink honey. Ro- oh yeah. gosh! So she's standing there, and she, she Prudy no, says, "She's in bed. She's yeah, not. She's. I'm bed. sorry. She's in bed." And Paul, she Prudy says to Paul Dark, "You know, take the soup up." And he's like, "Why do I have to take the soup up?" And he shows up with the soup, and so there she doesn't say a word, and the baby is just tucked into the linens of the bed. And oh, thanks for the soup. Meanwhile, meet your daughter. Kwawawa, kwawawa, kwawawa. Yeah, there's no bodily fluids. No, there's no evidence that there were any bodily no. fluids involved at all in uh, the childbirth. So it's a good hack, ladies. I mean, if that's your man is going to appreciate it or your woman, whoever is your whoever is your partner in childbirth, just have him bring the soup in and the work is done and you are back. You are back to normal like and looking like you spent a week at at Canyon Ranch for God's sake. She I mean, that is that's why we love Demelza, right? Because she does it all. Okay, picks those potatoes and then just pops in bed and pops it out, Leanne. And then she goes on. She had a very active episode. It wasn't like she was lying around at all after that, right? Okay, so there's some scheme where the people are starving. The grain is too expensive. George owns all the boats. He's throwing, you know, people who rip him off, his boats off, the grain off in, into, into jail for a hundred years, you know, now that he's a magistrate. Uh, we see Ross, man of the people, a populist, a progressive, trying to solve the problem by actually feeding the people so that, you know, they won't go crazy and tear the town apart because we hear many times, you know, hungry people can't be trusted, even though as they're sucking down that Christmas goose and so ross carolyn uh demelza the team there uh come up with a plan to ask rich people for money buy the grain with the rich people's money and then sell it to the poor people for you know pennies on the dollar yeah so 
It so, was a school auction, Leanne. Was- there they were. Demelza. Demelza and Carolyn get all dressed up. They got on their best dresses, best hats, okay? And Demelza's just had the baby, but that's not a problem for her. And they go they go and make all those appointments, just like all the auction co-chairs do when they go around and beg for all the gifts. And these two women are great. They are ready for the Junior League, Liam. <laughs> I really thought about that, but they are. And, and this is where the whole story got frantic because there were tricorn hats running everywhere. The pirate was back. Well, that guy was back, right? Was that my imagination? <laughs> Again, yeah, I, I did not much. I might have been in my pole dark coma at that moment. I don't remember him much in the scene. Okay. <laughs> they keep cutting to Dr. Ennis, who's, you know, doing know. surgery and he looks like he's going to die. And then we have Elizabeth and George trying to negotiate that dowry and that's not going well. And those two, their marriage is broken down to where they're just sniping at each other all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's terrible. So they managed well, to. But we don't really feel terrible about that because they brought it on themselves. Yes. And those two deserve it. Okay. Yeah, they're terrible I, people. Yes. And right. then Elizabeth just goes upstairs and takes the happy sip of wine and she's out of it. She's out of it. So, yeah. so we have the school auction chairs. They raise the money. They hoodwink all these rich old men to give them money. They buy the grain. You know, they feed the poor and George shows up, uh, and he's livid. He's livid that somehow Poldark has managed to actually pay for the grain with George's money. And now he's going to close the mine just to spite the people of the town uh, and to spite Poldark. So 70 people are going to lose your job. So what does Poldark do, Julie? I know. I mean, that's what I mean. He knows nothing about mining. He decides we're going to we're going to open a new mine, Leon. That's that's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's raid all the trust funds for all the kids, everybody's kids, and just open a new mine. Here we go. <laughs> the whole thing. It was just the nuttiest. I don't know. So at the end, the good people, I guess, of the town, they believe wholeheartedly in Poldark. They have a new daughter. They- I know. Big mistake. They should. I, I know. Poldark is out there shaking their hands, you know, like, here we go. Hi, ho. We're going <laughs> off to the mine. <laughs> and, and then, you know, because we, we haven't had enough waves crashing. The last scene, of course, is the young lovers. Morwenna has refused to marry the fop. She's back in town. Everybody's warned her off Drake. Even Demelza said, listen, I know this I know. guy, you are way above his station. Don't waste your time. Don't waste his time. But it doesn't matter. The attraction between Morwenna and Drake is strong. Drake doesn't care that his brother's giving him the evil eye, that it's against God. He doesn't want to be part of the up with people singers anymore. <laughs> 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 and there they are making out on the beach. Wide shot. In we slow leave. mo. Yeah. I liked it, Leanne. Yeah. I believe there was a little slow motion. I, I and as they their embrace and the crashing waves. I mean, I'm rooting for those two. Yes, rooting for those two. And then we see in the last scene that Doctor Ennis is broken, as you said, Julie. A he's, heap. I know he's in a heap. Uh, they just uh, they're going to have to try to rescue him. But I, I just. Uh, I think it's going to be a long journey. I know. All right. Uh, that's it. Anything else? Any Anything else? You oh, yeah. To I mention? just did want to mention that I felt like the church that uh, that Blake's brother's working on, it was very reminiscent of an episode of Fix it, Fixer Upper with the exposed, <laughs> theme, with really? the exposed themes. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I thought maybe they used that. Somebody, 
either one of either the the Gaines Chip and Joanna were inspired by Paul Dark or Paul Dark is inspired by Chip and Joanna Gaines that the church that they're they're working on was very fixer upper. Okay. Well, no, if they put a giant clock up, that it's <laughs> that's right. a giant clock up in the church. It's a full fixer upper. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. As we mentioned, we do have a real podcast, a complete podcast. I mean, this is a real one. It's real. It's real us. We work on this. Uh, but you can go to Satellite Sisters, find it at Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It's a separate feed. And we also recap the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. And uh, you can find all of those at Apple Podcasts. All right, Jewel. Have a great week. You too, Leanne. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.